0: Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other Ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to today's show. I am so excited to be talking to a friend and client of mine, Whitney Freya. And today's show is going to be really special because we are going to talk about being in the online space, how to feel connected and be your authentic self in the online space. And we're going to talk a lot about how to continue to grow and build your business in the online space. And I don't think there's anybody better to talk about this than Whitney, who I think we have worked together now going on four years, I think it's been. Like,
1: (laughs) it feels like it's a while
0: anyway. But before we get into all this good stuff, let me introduce you to Whitney Freya. Go ahead and give us your background. Tell us who you are and all the magical things about you.
1: Oh, geez. Thanks, Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... I opened an art center in 1996. I was 26 years old. I had graduated from college, sold books door to door for four summers and came up with this wild and crazy idea to open an art center that was more like the YMCA for (laughs) your brain, right? So it it, it was inspired by the fact that I had been such a strong, passionate wannabe artist my whole life. And here I was uh, four years out of college selling books door to door. Uh, you know, I graduated from the University of Michigan. And it was so clear to me that life was way more like a blank canvas than a multiple choice test. Yeah. And, you know, every once in a while, I would get the courage up to either look at the art classes at college or call the local art center where I lived post-graduation. And it was always so difficult. Like you had to take drawing 101, 102, painting 101, 102 to take collage. Yeah, Right. And I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't paint or draw. So I can't do that. I mean, it was so strong in my head that I just had not inherited that DNA. And so I would never be able to paint, draw, whatever. So, <laughs> um, but so I mentioned the selling books because that was the batshit crazy experience yes. that I did um, that just made Nothing else is scary. So opening an art center with no art experience, like literally I opened the doors May first, nineteen ninety-six, had never painted on a canvas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I really don't even know what I was thinking, frankly. I mean, I had all these art supplies. I seemed to have complete confidence that people could walk in and kind of like the gym. Like, are you doing the elliptical today? Are you doing, yeah. you know, whatever? I don't even remember. I haven't been to a gym in so long. And um, and I would be able to help them right? Like, Oh, you want to paint? Well, here's paints. And I mean, I guess I had learned, I mean, I honestly, you know, it was 26 years ago, so I don't, or 25, I don't really remember. But um, what the funny part was when people walked in the first day, which I've realized later, they were coming in to check out this, what this crazy woman was doing, you know, like (laughs) it, it wasn't really that they were they didn't yes, really want to
0: paint. They just wanted to see what this was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause at that time, Nashville was still like, where are you from? Who's your daddy? Yeah. You know, yeah. people hadn't really started moving in from New York and California. Um, it was funny. I did attract consistently people who had just moved to Nashville over and now. Yeah, um, but for the local Nashville people, I was like, who does she think she is? And is it cool to be seen there? You know, that kind of thing. So, um, so all that to say, I opened this bricks and mortar, um, and I had an art center from 96 until 2010. Okay. And um, so that was 14 years honing wow. um, a bricks and mortar. Yeah, I bumped into a woman at the grocery store once with her son, who I think was like maybe 15 or 16, who had come to my art center when he was like seven, eight or nine. That was kind oh. of my... Yeah. My big age for the kids, which I didn't like teaching kids, but people aren't inhibited to sign their kids up for an art class. Right. So, right. um, and sh- she's like, do you remember going to the creative fitness center to the art house? Everyone called it the art house. And he's kind of like, mm. I'm like, do you remember diggity the art dog? He's like, Oh yeah. And she's <laughs> like, they all the kids all remember the dog. And then she said, you're kind of like an institution. And I was like, uh-uh. yeah, I feel like an institution. It was so <laughs> hard <laughs> having bricks and mortar is like it's, it's tough. A, it's tough. It's a lot of work for just to maintain the building. So yeah. Um. So fast forward in 2007, my then husband and I bought uh, a 700 acre ranch out in Oregon to move. Wow. Somehow it was five years later, but we bought it in 2007 and moved in 2011. And um. so over that period of time, I mean, there was a lot more going on, but yeah. um, I realized that moving to this County that with 7,000 people in it was going to be way different than living in Nashville. So the plan was to go online. So, mm-hmm. um, so I launched my online programs, like announcing the you know worldwide launch <laughs> of creatively <laughs> fit online reveal. programs. Yeah. I did that in March, 2009. Um, my business partner who she and I in 2004 had merged and opened a wine bar and, um, all of that. But so she and I went to New York around, uh, women's n- international women's day for yeah. the big launch. And I, I stood outside MoMA and passed out postcards that talked about opposite colors and how to look for opposite colors in art, because I loved learning that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I did book signings. At places, I did a book signing slash painting at uh, one of the Vogue chocolate stores. Ooh, in yeah, H- I just called them up and asked, and the owners from Chicago, which I'm from Chicago, and I don't know, I made some somehow. I got that. We got, <laughs> got a connection. I got a connection. We were carrying around this huge square canvas, like 48 inches square, <clears throat> and I had this design painted on it: "Create Change." And everywhere I went, yeah. people painted on it, and at the book signings, and I think a couple of times we stopped in parks and laid out the paints, and um, and then we carried the banner for Women's Day across the Brooklyn Bridge with the Women for Women Foundation, and yeah. got Tim Gunn and Naomi Campbell painting on the canvas. Oh my and, gosh! Um, yeah, right. it was. It was actually, you know, I look back at that and I'm like, that was pretty ballsy, and. And kind of pretty, ball. yeah, well, yeah like I just made it ma-
0: like magical, right? Like really, yeah. a, an amazing, amazing way to kick it off. Holy well, and cow. this is
1: where this is where the door to door sales experience comes in, right? Yeah. Because it's just like you make your opportunity and you reach out to people and ask, and you know, you never know who's going to say yes, but pretty much you'll find what you need if you just ask for it. So that was the launch of my online programs. I had, um, the, uh, paint marathon, which is kind of merged elements of that merged into vision quest. Um, and you know, back then 2009, it was all just step-by-step photos. Yeah. Yeah. There were no videos in the online programs. Um, and I had a mailing list from the wine bar and the art yep. center, you know, and I, when my, um, so I might published my first book in 2008, the artist within a guide to becoming creatively fit. And that's when I actually closed the art center bricks and mortar. Uh, well, I guess that, yeah, the, the art center closed sooner because I wrote the book and I started traveling and yep. that was the best thing. And, um, so, I was going to these conferences, different, you know, I did book tours and then I went to the like creative uh, revolution, the Creative Problem Solving Institute conferences. So, I was constantly collecting emails, emails, yeah. emails, emails, emails equal money kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, just back then it was sending out emails, I think just copying and pasting. And there was an email service I used out of Nashville. Yeah. So, like a CRM in, system, or yeah. Something. It was yeah. called My Emma, and um they were all friends. <laughs> and anyway, so old school, old yeah, school. <laughs> yeah. So then we moved out to Northeast Oregon to this like wild west mountain valley, rivers, and only seven thousand yeah. people, and got divorced pretty quickly. <laughs> and <laughs> and when I got divorced, it was like, well. Hell, like I've got to up my prices, and I remember my mother saying to me, "You're gonna to have to make a living," and I'm like, well, oh boy, I'm gonna do it with my business." I just, yeah, you know because fortunately I lived in a county at the time. Right now, of course, everyone um, needs employees, but right. there weren't really jobs. There wasn't really an option. I mean, I would yeah. have had to move, kind of thing, right. and, and that right. wasn't possible because I had three kids that so were gonna live there. So, yeah. um. So I had to really dive in. I mean, I doubled prices um, yeah. and they, those kept going up religiously and, you know, reached out for help, um, we started working on my second book, uh, mm. had to really dig in and heal my money wounds, my triggers around yeah. calling in a business, you know, things like that, because the yeah. husband was a very successful businessman, but he did it, you know, spreadsheets and looking at numbers and setting number yeah. goals. And I'm like, yeah, this is not my business. This is my soul work. And so, yes. um, so now I am very happily at a place where I am completely comfortable calling into business and making money doing it. And it is yeah. my soul work. And yeah. so, you know, it was, um, I mean, the first time, I'm sure Don remembers, but when we first started working together, I mean, there was that call where I like started crying to you and I was just like, yeah. I need to make more money. I gotta buy a house. Like, I don't know how this is all gonna work. You know, it was, Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was, it was on the edge for sure. I mean, I signed up for an intensive VIP program with Lisa Nichols, put $37,000 on the credit card, you know, I mean, yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things I learned at that point I realized is, is to something that I'd love to talk about and teach now is how you can choose to live in a world based in matter or energy. And when you're living in a world mm-hmm. based in energy, what you understand is when you invest energy, which is time and money um, mm-hmm. in something that is in alignment with who you are, why you're here, what lights you up, it's always going to be a good thing. Yeah. So if I would spend $37,000 on a new car because I was feeling, you know, whatever, yep. something like, oh, I need to prove to the husband that I still can, can look do it, it right. in a car, you know, whatever, something like that, that would not be an alignment and that probably would not have been a good investment. yeah So investing in, in my business, um, even if in hindsight, maybe it, who knows if it was the best way to spend that money or not, but it doesn't really matter because- right what the universe heard, you know, what I was declaring loud and clear is like, this is the direction I'm going and I want to be surrounded by people that are also spending $37,000. And, and I want to adjust my mindset because um, the other thing I've learned is whatever you expect to have in that bank account is what you will have in the bank account. Like, right. You know, it used to be, I was fired up if I had a thousand dollars in the business account. And now it's like, (laughs) Oh, only 30,000? Yeah. Like, okay. That's right. 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 <laughs> but it just, it's totally what you expect. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's crazy, and and I think you know one of the things that I, I've used you as an example and a case study, and and talked you know about your journey with other people, and and one of the things that I think is really important for people to understand is that this has been a journey, like this is a process that you have continuously done year after year after year after year, and the tenacity and the dedication and the passion and the focus has now paid off in droves because of that. But had you not stuck with it for as long as you did, because 2000, what did you say? 2009 was the year that you
1: launched my online. Yeah. I mean,
0: wow. What a difference, right? From then and now just in technology, but also in what people are willing to buy online, what people are willing to do online, that type of thing. So talk maybe a little bit about how that has felt for you in staying focused and continuing with your passion and how important that really is in how you've been successful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to, um, be, I think I highly recommend, I wouldn't say have to, but I highly recommend being super tapped into a bigger idea. Yeah. You know, like your, your business's purpose is bigger than you. Yes. Um and I think everyone can do that no matter what you're doing. If you go underneath, why am I doing this? Why do I love this? What why is this important? Why of all the businesses I could choose, of all the conversations I could choose to have, why, why? is this yeah. one the one I'm focusing on and really get to the truth that you were called to this. Like in one Mm -hmm. way, shape or form, you've been called to have this conversation that you're having with people, even if it's to sell a little widget, you're still having a conversation with people. And when you make your business, um, something that is an offshoot of something much bigger than you, then Mm. I found that helps to, you know, get on Facebook, write this, the email, sequences, um, when you don't really feel like it because you're doing it for others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this sense, I I want you to have the sense of like, you know, the entire universe wants me to be doing this, you know, everything wants to support me doing this because I'm doing good work. I'm putting out positive, Things into the world. I'm offering solutions, you know, and my style is such that I am really here to serve and make money. Hell yeah. Right. Right. Like you've got to be in that service mindedness, like your, your marketing is your offering to the world. And, um, so that, yeah, it, it has been a tremendous journey, but along the way, what kept, holding me up. I mean, it's almost imagine like, I mean, I would be crying, you know, Mm -hmm. crouched under the canvas, just like, Oh my God, what did I just do? You know? I mean, when I got divorced, I walked away from someone who didn't have to work anymore. We just literally, I designed every inch of the brand new house, you know, three young kids that we just moved cross country. I mean, it was not a popular decision. And (laughs) um, so I'm dealing with that on top of showing up you know, like, Hey, paint with me. I mean, nobody knew what I was going through personally. Right. Right. Um, and so I really had to remind myself why I was doing what I was doing. And, and I think, again, I think everyone can do that. I don't think you end up kind of an entrepreneur Doing something that you're like, oh, I don't really care about this, but hell yeah, let's like make this my life right. work. You know, right? So, so you have that passion and you have that connection to something bigger, and it can get lost in you know, oh, Facebook is changing their matrixes or yes, which yes. online platform do I use? It's really easy to lose that, and so it's your job as your you know business owner, president of you, to make sure that you're keeping that. That enthusiasm, that inspiration alive.
0: You said something, um, marketing is the journey of your business, kind of, or like the soul of your business. It's your offering to the world type Mm -hmm. of thing. And I think that's a great way to think about it because so many people do feel uncomfortable showing up online. They don't want to do Facebook Lives. They don't want to be the TikTok person or they don't want to be, you know, they're they're kind of, you know, maybe resistant a little bit to some of the things that you need to do in the online space. And I would say of all the people that I've worked with and the hundreds of clients that I've helped over the years, like you show up really authentically every single time. You're consistent, which is part of it, but you're also very authentic to yourself. Like talking to you in person Is the same as talking or seeing you online, right? Mm -hmm. It it doesn't, you know, kind of, you don't put a persona on for the online space. And then when people, you know, get to know you, it's like, oh, she's so different in person than what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you kind of think about that when you're, when you're doing your marketing and your online, like how do you keep your authentic self, you know, in those spaces when, when you're not maybe comfortable with it? I think that journey part and, and kind of understanding the center is, maybe key.
1: Yeah. So um, again, if you go back to everything is energy, I mean, everything is energy and energy exists before matter. And in this online marketplace right now, as competitive as it is, Mm -hmm. what people are attracted to is your energy. They're not attracted to words. If you sat there on your Facebook lives, like, so I have a painting practice that, is fully <laughs> proven. Like thousands of people have done it, and I think you know, like, right. It, and I have a PhD in painting for right. meditation, which of course I don't. Um, it it doesn't. Matter. It, it doesn't matter the words you're saying. It's how you're saying it. It's it's the energy coming through you. It's your personality. It's your enthusiasm yes. for it. If you're not fired up about what you're offering people, how in the hell are they going to be fired up? Right. Right. So then it goes back to keeping yourself filled up. You know, I mean, I have a very rich personal painting practice. It doesn't mean I do it every day. Right. right? Um, But it is all I'm surrounded by artwork that either I created very intentionally or I purchased very intentionally Mm -hmm. because it reminds me of an authentic aspect of myself. Right. So, um, and then it's realizing that marketing is really, and I heard this on um, actually a man who went through my Creatively Fit Coach training in India, young man, yep. um, amazing Yayati Desai, uh, mm-hmm. he was interviewing someone on his podcast who said, Marketing is about building relationships and educating people. Yep. And, you know, if you don't <laughs> love to, to get to know new people or give them a chance to know you yep. and to teach something, yep. then, you know, you might Why be are in a wrong place. It? Yeah. Right. Right. It's right. not going to work. So, so when you look at it that way, right, I want people to get to know me. Yeah. And if I'm trying to be something that I'm not for someone else, you know, oh, I think they want this. Yeah. Then that's not going to work. Right. Yes. And, and it besides not Yeah. We've all done that somewhere, right? Like when I left my marriage, I was like, woo, permission to be me completely a hundred percent me. And I took that, I was so grateful for that because I knew what it was like to like, Oh, I can't be so happy. I got to turn it down because it's making other people uncomfortable. So, so show up authentically yourself and you know, you might have bullet points in your head. I mean, some people are script people, some people aren't. I am not. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I remember the first time it was a, the morning, and I really wanted to take a hike, and I also really needed to do a video. And I'm like, wait a second, I'll do the video on the hike. And, yeah. and then That's that, mean, right? Just that blew up my whole life because, like, half my courses, half the content is. Yeah videoed outside. Um, a lot of them, of course now I have a studio, but, um, you know, I did it in a way that made me happy where I wasn't compromising. So, you know, and this is what I teach, you know, as far as being a life artist. Yeah. And there's, there's something to the business coach and Dawn is amazing. You are amazing because you let me have these ideas on the fly, and you, you never even you never even flinch. Sometimes I look like, okay, if I this like just today, like that idea came out of nowhere, right? And I'm like, yep. so this isn't on anything, but and you're like, yeah, okay, on it. So, yeah. um, you know, that is amazing to be supported that way. Um, but but showing up, really yeah. understanding that. Mm -hmm. You are wanting to connect people to this thing that you love that has helped you so much and, and being yourself because again, with energy, imagine like, um, I'm seeing just like a spotlight. So your authentic self is this brilliant, sparkly spotlight that Mm -hmm. is just very clearly illuminating you. If you show up in your marketing, your writing, your lives, your videos, whatever it is, Trying to be someone else, it's like you're dimming down the, their filters, going in front of that spotlight, and people yeah. can't really see you. They're not really sure, yeah. you know, just energetically, unconsciously, they're they're not sure about what it is you're saying because you're not allowing it to come through you the way it's meant to come through you. You're trying to be like so and so and so and so, and and that is, I think, the biggest pitfall or opportunity to learn is to understand that attraction to magnetize the people to you your ideal client, your ideal client is going to be attracted to your most authentic self. Exactly. So what's it going to take to show up authentically?
0: Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, you, you have, um, taught me a lot in my, you know, years with you as well of, of, we always call each other the, the right and left brain of, of the business sort of thing. And, and, You know, having sort of that understanding that you can just really show up as yourself and that you, that I can step into my nerdiness and that I can step into my left brain and that that's really cool for me because that's what I get jazzed up about and talking about those things and doing lives and all that kind of stuff. Where if I had tried to be in your space, right, and be super creative and I'm, I'm this person that comes up with all, like it would never have felt normal Mm -hmm. to me. It would have, it would have made me uncomfortable and all sorts of things. And I think that what you just said about, you know, dimming and not being able to see the authentic you, we, 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 a lot of times don't think about it like that. We think about this marketing thing as a tool or a tactic or a have to do, or, oh, you know, people hate marketing a lot Mm -hmm. of times because Mm -hmm. it's a chore. But if you think about it as a way to what you said, relationships and educate, and you show up really just naturally as you not trying to be someone else, then it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like exhausting. It's not as, you know, tactical as it as some people make it out right. to be. Right. So I think that's really cool. Well, over this course now, you've been um, online for many years. Over the last maybe five years or so, what are some things that you have really learned from this authentic marketing that have helped your business really grow and scale in the online space? Because everybody always wants to know, like, is there a magic bullet? There's not. (laughs) But Everybody has tips or tricks or things that they've done over the last several years that have really helped them sort of grow and scale. And, you know, so what are what are some things that you know have worked for you?
1: Well, um, let me just say first, because I'm feeling like some people might be curious, confused about the authentic self, mm. right? Like I'm, I'm yeah. picking up on that. Like, what does that mean to be authentic? Because... You know, a lot of us, especially women, were wearing a lot of hats, you know, mom, yeah. wife, da, da da. So just a quick example is I um, I remember when I turned 40. So I'm 51 now. So when I turned 40, I was like, okay, I I want to be like the wise woman. Like, I <laughs> you know, there's some water under this bridge. I mean, little did I know the water that was about to go under the bridge. But anyway, <laughs> there's been some water under this bridge, and I'm ready to, you know be one of those people that I see that, you know, they speak with kind of this deep voice and they're so wise and they're just, they're kind of slow. Yeah. And then when you're in their space, you know, you're so, they're so focused on you. And anyway, and I was kind of beating myself up because my authentic self is very childlike yeah <laughs> and not the wise woman image I had. And I don't know, it, it didn't take too long for me to realize like, oh, my childlike nature is my authentic self. Like that is yeah. a superpower of mine. So I stopped trying to show up as the wise woman. And I showed up as like this inner child, like my inner child is so stinking happy. And yeah. so that's just an example, right? Like, right? It makes sense. You know, I'm offering this very much a healing transformative process and I've been doing it for a long time. And so you know, I can pull on that wise woman self, but my wise wo- woman is goofy and childlike. And yeah. so that's how I show up. So I right. just wanted to throw that out as an example. That's a great point.
0: Yeah. That's great.
1: Um. And like Dawn saying, you know, be your nerdy self, like just the you that you are, like when you're with the people that, you know, you're you the, your girlfriend, yeah. your inner circle, and you know, you're yeah. not afraid to say anything and you can really be yourself. You want to bring that to your business into your marketing. So,
0: yeah.
1: um, so, so back great. to your question about, yeah, tips and tricks. Um, I mean, honestly, it, it, you know, more often than not, it's felt like I'm just slinging it all at the wall and see what sticks, you know, over the years, <laughs> honestly, it, you know, there hasn't, there's absolutely not a bullet. I mean, the yeah. only, the only, uh, absolute truth is if you want to sell things online you've got to be online regularly yeah. and and don can attest to this like i show up consistently but i don't do it like i mean the the most thing i've tried to do is send out the freya friday email yeah, I don't do it every Friday and gasp. I even sent it out on a Saturday once. Um, <gasps> what? I, I had a woman email me back like, oh, my God, thank you for doing this, because I just always thought, you know, you have something <laughs> you say you're going to do. And uh, that was pretty That's funny." Hilarious. So so but the consistency is consistency over time, you know, over the course of yeah. a month, I'm consistent. Um, and that's, again, my authentic self, like, don't fence me in. I'm freedom girl now, especially like, don't tell me what I have to do. Um, I paraglide. So if it's flying, like, forget about it. I'm not doing a Facebook live at 2 PM when I could be flying. So,
0: um,
1: so showing up consistently, like take a deep breath. If you're not a scheduled person, it doesn't mean you have to do, you know, every throwback Thursday, you've got to post something or. Yes. You don't have to do anything. You get to do what you want to do. And hmm. and then it's, what do you want? Right. Yeah. Like I wanted to make a living doing this. I wanted to be able to buy a house. So yep. so I'm going to have the YouTube channel and I'm going to have the, you know, do the Facebook and the Instagram is basically what I do. And I'm going to mm-hmm. have the free classes and I'm going to do every single telesummit I possibly can, except yep. now I, I can't because- are too many. <laughs> but yeah, right. there's a like, lot going on now. <laughs> oh yeah, do, I mean I can't, yeah, do all those. But um I did I I fully gave of myself um yeah. when when I had something to give. And then the beautiful thing is I made sure I had something to give. You know, I got out right. in nature and I do things that I love. So that that's the cool thing about authenticity, which is also falls under alignment, which is one of the spheres of wellness in my latest book, Mm -hmm. 30 days to unstoppable. The cool thing is you don't have to focus on what's not in alignment, what what's inauthentic. You spend time, spend more time doing what you love. Yep. So the alignment and the authenticity will come when you are honoring what you authentically want to do in the moment. I mean, if that means cooking pancakes for dinner, Yeah. Pancakes for dinner. Right. If it means sitting down with your kids and being like, okay, up until now, mom has said this, well, you know, and I realized I didn't like that when I was a kid. So here's, here are the new rules. We're going to make the rules together. Like I have three kids and I've done, you know, lots of that. I'm very authentic with them. Right. So, um, so be authentic in even the little places, and right. little things. And when you find yourself wanting to share something and starting to back off and mute yourself or edit, don't. Like, yeah. say what you really want to say, and you'll get to understand that it's safe. You know, yeah. that's that you can be authentic. And, you know, that's, I think, one of the greatest gifts as entrepreneurs that we get is, yeah you know, cause you are your business. And if you're not showing up authentically, if you're not having fun doing it, it doesn't mean find a new business necessarily. I think usually it means what, why did I choose this and how can it yes. be fun?
0: You know? Yes. And, and I think a lot of people have fear that if they do show up authentically, that there's going to be some sort of you know, well, they're not going to buy or they won't be, you know, some sort of backlash or something that comes from being your authentic self. And what I've always said is that then they're not your people right? They're they're not your tribe. Those aren't the ones that you want to be selling to anyway, because the people that you will attract authentically to your business are your people. They're attracted to you. They're attracted to your service or your product, and it feels right to them as well. And so I think a lot of times we come at it with, well, oh gosh, if I say this, or if I come across this way, or if I, you know, all the things that you just talked about, there's going to be some sort of online backlash. And I, I I'm guilty of it myself many times where I'm like, Oh, should I really say that? I don't know. Should I, that feels weird. I'm uncomfortable, but you got to push through it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you you can't mute yourself in those situations.
1: Absolutely. I mean, another example is, I remember it was 2010 when I started getting the promptings to put the spiritual aspect of my business on the homepage. Mm-hmm. And I was, completely resistant to it. And the way this happens is, um, like I'd see someone else's website that was doing it. Or I remember pulling yeah. a card when I was like, what can I do to like, take my business to the next level? And I would pull the card leap and that would immediately trigger, "Oh, <laughs> I gotta, you know, be more authentic. And right. I remember arguing like, "Ah, oh, I like it the way it is when, once people are in my space, then I let them know, you know, I tiptoe into like, Hey, How do you feel about spirituality? You know, this is a spiritual journey as well. Um, I like it that way. And then, like, I even had this man reach out to me from England and he reached out to me, I'd love to connect, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sure. And we got on the phone together like two months later because we were both traveling. And then he's like, So, why did you want to connect with me? And I'm thinking, dude, like, you reached out to me. I have no idea. But, you know, it kind of seemed like he was one of those people that if I told him that he might, I don't know. So I'm like, well, I might, I must've said, I don't know, you know, you emailed me or something. But anyway, he goes on to say how he helps people write books and he had just had a, came out of the spiritual closet. And now he's offering programs, you know, write your book to the moon cycles and this, that, or the other. And he was so lit up and I'm like, oh, I know why you reached out to me Yeah, to give me this example. Um, And so now, I mean, it's laughable, right? Because I mean, everything, I mean, I'm so like, you are an infinite being having a human experience. (laughs) Let's get there. Um, but that was, it was super scary for me to do that. And, um, yeah, so again, that's another example of the authenticity and, you know, I brought people along on that journey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I got into pulling Tarot, I, I wrote an email sequence once that was like, hey, I'm going to do a reading for us coming yeah. into the new year. And, and each email will have a different card that I pulled yeah. because I pulled these three cards and they were so perfect. And so I had so much fun doing that yeah. because I wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. So, so your marketing can also be really connected to and help hold you accountable even for yes. what it is you're wanting to explore, or learn new, and you can always connect it back to what you're offering them. Yes. Yes. And that's so amazing. that's, um, so make it fun. So, I mean, the, the, the magic bullet is just, yeah, showing up authentically and doing it a lot of different ways, right? Yeah. Some people read emails, some people don't read emails. Some people love YouTube videos. Some people don't watch videos, Facebook, like you just have to do all of it. Yeah. Um, and I do recommend a YouTube channel for sure. Yes. That's for that's sure. Huge.
0: Particularly when you're in the Artist space, right, and and people want to see that and watch that. But for anybody, right, like at any, well, anybody, you, you have know, products,
1: you have right? products you're selling. What do you do with them? Where are they in your home? Show them how you right. use them. Show um, us how you
0: make it. Show us how it fits. Show us how, yeah, all 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 sorts of things. Yeah, well, I share remember your story. One of the things that you had said when we for, first started working together, and I remember this very clearly, was, "Oh my gosh, you know." I want to build a life where I can travel, and I want to buy a house, and I, I want to go to all these magical places, and I want to sell courses online with these magical places of where I've been. And I remember that first time I kind of thought, hmm, okay, well, that's that's a great dream to have. Let's work hard to do it, you know. And and but I knew that that was possible because you were willing to do the work, right? You were willing to show up. You let me help you. Guide you in the right way and things like that. But, you know, what are some things that have been helpful for you working with me? And what have been some things from maybe more of the left brain side that have been you know, important to get you to that point, because you've traveled now, you're, you're creating all these courses and amazing places and going to Greece and doing all these beautiful things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you really have achieved the goal. Yes, I am living the
1: dream completely. You are
0: living the dream for sure. (laughs) I know I look at it and I'm like, Whoa, this is amazing, amazing stuff. But what are, you know, maybe what are some things, uh, you know, left brainy marketing wise that you and I have worked on that have been impactful for you?
1: Yeah. Well, the first thing I'll say um, is, I mean, I always, I, I don't know when, I know as soon as I moved into my own house in 2012 and I was going, doing the business and I knew—I know I had people like virtual assistants before. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, so I always had help, yeah. um, but the help was, felt comfortable for me budget wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the people I worked with before I started working with Don were amazing people. It was two guys who had this, you know, a team. I found them because I was looking for someone to help me really harness Amazon. And mm-hmm. I realized that spending money on a virtual assistant wasn't actually helping me grow my business. Like I wanted someone yeah. that was more sales oriented. And so I worked with these two guys and And there was there, you know, they had, one of them was the right brain. One was the left brain. So I would Mm -hmm. talk to the right brain and he loved me and he loved and believed in what I was doing. Yeah. Um, Very respectful. And, you know, it was really lovely. And he saw the big picture. He saw, I mean, literally that I'm here to help prepare people to shift into this new paradigm, which is where we are right now. We're in this very uncomfortable transition place. And what I teach helps you thrive right now. Like that's right. why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. And and we all knew, you know, this was coming. So so anyway, so he was charging me like a thousand dollars a month and really wanting to grow my business and explode. Meanwhile, his left brain partner's like, dude, we can't do this for a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um so a thousand dollars a month felt very comfortable to me. Yeah. And they you know, genuinely were promising things that they just consistently couldn't deliver. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it was just heart wrenching because we all loved each other. I mean, I remember crying after a call, just being like, I can't, this can't keep happening. Like we're yeah. Oh, we're going to have a launch and then the launch doesn't happen. And, and yeah. I knew about Dawn multiple times I'd reached out to her and Dawn mm-hmm. was expensive and mm-hmm. more than twice <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> and and even more expensive now. <laughs> She's more expensive now. So, um, but when I finally said yes, I mean, I, I, I don't even feel like it was more than three or four months until my income had gone up and I could afford Dawn. Yeah. And and what I learned, and if I could save any of you the years of trying to like make a person support you who isn't... It's like they don't have the belief level. They haven't achieved yeah. the success to even get you to where you want to be. You have to be paying up for the person who's going to help you with your business. Um, That's great. Yeah. I I feel very comfortable saying that pay up, make it, I paid Don more than I paid myself for a long time. I think maybe now we just, I pay you the same as I pay myself, (laughs) but it's so damn worth it. Like I love, I absolutely love it. So, so what you've done for me, I got to start big. Um, what you've done for me is finally, and I called you in. I talked about this so many times is where I can create what I can only create, you know, the Mm -hmm. imagery, the content, the words, but you take all that and you, and you, I don't even know what you do, right? Because you do it, but (laughs) you put it in to all the click funnels and the Facebook ads. And, you know, I mean, I love when you tell like, I can sell anything, Whitney, just give it to me and whatever. So, Yep. So I can be, Authentic. you know, in my genius doing yep. what I'm here to do, and Don does what yeah. needs to happen on the left brain side, the technical side, to get me out there and attract the right people, and follow up with them, and and yep. you know keep it all going. So, um, so that's huge. And yeah. I mean, you know, the click funnels and the Facebook ads and. Yeah, you know, creating the structure, the strategizing. So yeah. I don't have to figure that out. Um, I mean, just today we took ourselves all the way through the rest of the year and I'm like, yep. oh, well, that was easy. And, <laughs> I know. and we and did that, it in like um, a short amount of time too. And yeah. it was
0: like, oh, let the, let the creativity flow. And, you know, we wrote it down and it just kind of happened. And it was like, very authentic and, and you know, it comes with time, right, too. And I I I think that's also part of it. And one of the things that I stress a lot to people that I work with is this does not happen in three months. It does not happen in six months. Yeah. It does not happen. Sometimes it takes several years to get to the point where... Yeah you're living your, you know, dream life that you want and, and the consistency, but having support and having someone to help you, I think is really important when you get to the certain point where you're tapped out, right. Or you don't know what to do next, or you're unsure of how to make this continue to grow. There's, there's people to help you, right. And, and you've got to be okay with doing some of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, when I came to you, you know, I had books and online programs and stencils and all of that. So, but I mean, I had something for you to work with. Right. So, um, from Lisa Nichols, I learned, you know, the, um, Oh shoot, what's it called? Like the five streams of income. So, you know, I had, when I met Lisa, I had my first book out and it's like, okay, what are the five ways that you're making money from that one book? And, you know, that can feel overwhelming. You don't do them all at once. You know, back then it was like the webinars, you know, paid webinars Mm -hmm. and the course and, you know, Mm -hmm. the coaching. Um, So diversifying your portfolio to a certain extent, you know, making sure uh, whatever it is you're doing, if you're teaching something, um, if you're selling a product that you want people to use. You know, do you have the videos demoing it? Are you yeah? I are you on YouTube? Are you doing Facebook Lives? Do you have Mm -hmm. the online program? Like, do all of those things? And again, it really doing all of those things can either be a chore or it can be exciting, right? Like I'm reminding my Creatively Fit coaches all the time, people. When I opened the art center in 96, it cost me $800 to send out a trifold piece of paper with my (laughs) class schedule on it. And I had to spend hours sorting by zip codes to get the discounted mail rates. You know, it was a huge ordeal. And now you can just email people. You can have a YouTube channel where people can see what it is you're offering them. You can show up on Facebook and you know, have a conversation with people all over the world. Like this is amazing. Yes. You know, so the story around like, oh, I don't like technology. I don't like computers. I'm like, get the fuck over it. Right. Because this is, (laughs) this is is amazing. And everything has a shadow side. Yeah. Everything has a shadow side. You make it what you need. And, you know, for me, the light is, as opposed to the shadow is that there's, like free access to as many people on this planet as you want. And yes, it's competitive. That's why it's more and more important to be authentic. Yeah, Because again, that spotlight, when your spotlight shines through loud and clear and they're like, wow, this person is in the zone. I want to be in the zone, you know? Right, right. So yeah, you just... Make it fun, people, is all yeah. I can say. Make like, it fun. Make it fun. Do
0: it. it doesn't have to be a chore. That's what I say. Like, it shouldn't feel like a chore. It should feel fun and exciting. And you should you should want to do it. And it should be something where you feel really good and excited about doing it every day sort of thing. And if you're not feeling that way, then I think you're maybe not doing something right. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and it can be yourself. either – Yeah, it doesn't mean that your business is not correct. It means that you've been focusing on an aspect of your business that isn't actually the heart of your business. Right, right. So get back to that. that, that heart. I love that.
0: Well, Whitney, this has been an amazing conversation that we have had today, and we have covered so many things, and I, I so appreciate you showing up authentically for our listeners. Um, now, tell everybody, because you have an amazing series of courses, an amazing series of coaching programs. Um, you've got all sorts of things all over the place, but tell people if they really want to understand or know more about you, where should they go to find you?
1: Well, Whitney Freya.com is my website mm-hmm. and, um, everything is there and links to Whitney Freya studio where all the online courses are. Yeah. Um, I work most closely with people in my creatively fit coaching training and then the I am the unstoppable dream program. So the creatively fit coaching is for people that are like, I want to help people, through art, like you yep. do, then yep. you do the creatively fit coaching training. And that, you know, I've been doing since 2010. Mm-hmm. It is a really incredible, really incredible community. The collective is off the charts. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And we, it's really like this lifelong training because, um, we do things all the time mm-hmm. together, um, all in all different ways. And then I realized, you know, of course, um, well, I'd known for a long time, but a lot of people end up in some of my online programs, Vision Quest or the Tara program, and they want to work more closely with me, yeah. right? They, they want to get deeper into that circle. They want to yeah. really get to know me and people um, that are in that community because it, it attracts magical people. And so <laughs> I created I am the unstoppable dream for people who are not interested in teaching, coaching others. It's, yeah, what they're interested in is really deep diving into their own journey. Um, yeah, that also benefits everybody, right? <laughs> and so, so on, I am the Unstoppable Dream is an ongoing program that people can take any time. That's based on my latest book, Thirty Days to Unstoppable: Be the Dream Made Visible. Um, so those two programs, you know, I really yeah. relish being able to circle up. Um, you know, multiple Zooms every month and get to know people, and and then you know I have free things,
0: on, lots of fun courses. Yeah, and, I mean and, there's and free courses and YouTube's.
1: And, yep,
0: yeah, yep, all sorts and, of things. And I I'll I'll just jump in here and say like I've done and seen and I've purchased more courses and programs than I care to admit. Right, and and I think a lot of us have. Whitney's programs are really absolutely authentic into what she just said. Like the conversation we just had is what you will have in those programs, but more specifically around the topic, right? And so the the community that you've built around those, I think, is probably almost the most important and valuable piece of that because I have seen, you know, how many people have gone through that years and years ago that are still extremely active, very involved. And it's just a magical community of people that you've built in that coaching, both of those programs. Um, It's just amazing. So go check her out at WhitneyFreya.com. You can see all the courses and all of the different programs that she has. Uh, Be sure to do that. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. So thank you, Whitney, for talking with us today. You have been awesome. And I can't wait to see what else you come up with.
1: Right? Well, together, we are so much more, my dear. Thank you for everything you have brought to my life's palette. I really appreciate it. And if anyone's considering working with Dawn in any way, shape, or form, uh, I cannot recommend her enough. I I am beyond grateful for you. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. This is awesome. All right. Till next time, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again. And until next time.